0: Hey everyone, my name is Leon Kee and welcome back to another episode of the Be Ready Project. In the studio today, I have Wade Graham. Wade has been one of the most influential athletes I've ever worked with and his dedication to improve himself not only on the field but off the field is impeccable. It's a true credit to his character and for me, it's the reason why he's one of the best players in the NRL. In this podcast, Wade really opens up about life after sport and how his life could really change once he retires. When he was younger, Wade always thought he would have football to fall back on. And he speaks about how he's mastered one skill, which is playing football, but outside of football, he has no other skills. A really good insight into the mind of an athlete and how their perceptional life can change as they get older. Here we go, I hope you enjoy.
1: Welcome to the Be Ready Project. Best advice I can give you, be ready. How, 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 you'd say, how do I be ready? study. Hi, my name's Wade Graham, I'm co-captain of the Cronulla Sharks, been to the club since 2010, so uh, it's my ninth, tenth season at the club. Before that I was at Penrith Panthers, uh, where I grew up. I grew up out of Blacktown, so I debuted for the Panthers in 08, played three seasons there before making the, the change over to Cronulla and I've been here ever since. Coming up through the juniors at Penrith, I was obviously going through high school, I never really had much thought of, on furthering my education outside of school. I was very fortunate my progression through the grades happened so quick I remember you know being 16 and winning the Harold Mats Grand final and then the next year when I was 17 you know I was debuting in the first grade team so it all happened um, it all happened so fast and I suppose back then I just had tunnel vision all I was, all I was worried about was you know chasing the dream of playing football uh, realizing that dream you know trying to get to play first grade. You know that was my sole focus. I suppose as I grew a bit, uh, a bit more experienced, a bit more wiser, uh, I understood, you know, uh, some very important lessons I I didn't quite receive because of how fast I progressed in footy. And I knew I probably, you know, three four years ago, I knew I had to have a real good hard look at myself off off the field and, you know, further my further my education, further my experience in in areas outside of rugby league. So that's sort of where my journey began. You know, looking back now, I'm probably a little bit uh, disappointed that I didn't start doing things a bit earlier. You know, like I said, things happened so fast for me in the game of rugby league. I was always confident that um, rugby league would always be there for me. I never, I never doubted that whatsoever. So um, growing through the game, getting a bit older, playing more first grade, I always was just relying on rugby league being there. It wasn't until I met my my partner now, who's you know we have a child together now, um, who's from Canada. She's she's French Canadian. You now now that we've settled down and we have a family, the possibility of you know living in Canada is is real at the moment. When I, once I finished football, um, obviously all her family are over there, our extended family are over there, and she's lived away from home for a long time now. And um, you know there's a real possibility that we could live in Canada one day. And I suppose the scary thing for me was. If we go to Canada, rugby—they don't have rugby league in Canada. They, well, nothing to the level of this, and nothing that you can support yourself full time. So, um, if I was to go over there, I actually had had no qualifications outside of a high school certificate. You know, so I, I really started to question, you know, how I would provide for my family if we did live there. Uh, rugby league—that safety net of rugby league—would be taken away from me. So, I had to have a real good hard look at myself and decide what I was going to do. You know, to you know, allow myself to grow and to allow myself to keep on you know, earn, earning a living and you know, if, if it's in Canada, or if, it's, if it's in Australia, rugby league doesn't have to be my be-all and end-all. Yeah, another thing I've picked up besides the certificate in fitness is I'm learning French, that's my partner's first language. Before, when we first met, I thought it'd be kind of cool just to learn the language. I didn't really have an extreme motivation to do it, I thought it would just be nice to learn a few words, be able to talk a little bit to my partner, you know, maybe understand her parents a little bit better, but. I think for me, since we've had our son, you know, it's really been a kick up the backside for me. Uh, It's our plan that he's going to be bilingual and it's much easier to learn languages when you're young. So, you know, he's going to speak French and English and then I suppose that really started to drive me to um, commit and and motivate me to to take learning a second language serious. So I'm enrolled in a course at um, Sutherland Community College, I go every Monday for two hours after training, and um, yeah, we study language. I suppose if you'd asked me 10 years ago if I'd be 28 years old, learning French, you know, a kid from Blacktown, I probably would have laughed, but you know, here I am, I'm learning French. We bought a, we bought a house over in Canada on our last holiday, so uh, the possibility of us moving over there and me having to speak the language, understand the language is definitely real, and, and I'm working hard, it's quite hard to pick up. I think for me, you know, education and, and growth outside the game is so important. Uh, it's hard at the time to think about. You know, athletes in general so tunnel visions, You know, you have to be selfish to an extent if you want to be successful, if you want to chase that dream. And a lot of effort goes into that, you know, goes into the pursuit of making a career out of sport. But for me, the biggest thing, I'm 28 years old now. I'm You know, I'm more than halfway through my career. If I get another four or five years out, you know, I'm very lucky. But, you get to another four or five years, I'm 32, 33, you know, life's just beginning. There's so many more years outside of a sporting career, you know, they're they're a great time while we have them. It's obviously a dream come true, we're so lucky to be able to do what we do, but it doesn't last forever, and, uh, you know, your life goes on a lot longer than uh, your sporting career goes. So it's important to, you know, have a plan, have some goals, what you want to do, and to make sure. Can be successful in life, just not in sport as well. I suppose like growing up, um, I'm very fortunate. I come from a good family, and um, you know, I had a lot of life lessons ground in me growing up. And you know, I always knew that no matter you know how far I got in footy, uh, you know, financially, it wouldn't I wouldn't be able to just finish footy and i would be set up for the rest of my life. You have to do the right thing with your money first and foremost, and secondly, you just don't earn enough to. You know, get you through your thirties, forties, fifties, sixties. There's so much more time after sporting careers. Uh, so much more life still to live. You know, now I've got a young family. You know, one child. Hopefully, two, maybe three children in the future. And you know, it's it's certainly uh, how do you say it? puts things into perspective when you have children. You realise you know you get a whole whole another life to um, you know provide for and. You know, footy footy has been great for me and my family and hopefully it will be for a, a number of years to come but it won't be for the rest of my life and it's up to me to make sure I can provide outside of Yeah, I remember it really hit home, I, I suppose that I needed to further my education uh, outside of rugby league. In Australia, especially in rugby league, being you you know, you know, just a very Australian sport, New Zealand obviously and a bit in England, uh, you sort of get caught in the in the fishbowl of what it is you know when i once i met my partner who at the time had been traveling by herself around the world um you know picking up jobs here and there you know on her own um you know learning all this life experience outside of sport once we got together and we got serious it really hit home that um you know outside of rugby league i really didn't have any qualifications whatsoever i couldn't if i went down to you know the local cafe and they asked for my resume you know all i really had to put down on the bit of paper was that i would played professional rugby league, you know, my whole, my whole life. And outside of that, I really didn't have anything at all. So it really clicked in me then that, you know, I had to start branching out and be open to learning things outside of the game. It was an easy transition for me to do, the uh, you know, three and four in fitness, seeing as being an athlete my whole life, I've always been around training, always, uh, you know, have a great number of years of training. So it was an easy transition. And, you know, through beginning that, um, and really making the decision to, to further my education and led to other things like, you know, the, the French course I'm doing, um, you know, roles within the media that I'm focusing on at the moment and um, It just led me to that progression. So yeah, it really hit home when I met my partner and realized how, you know, I was highly skillful in one area, but then, you know, I had completely no skills in all the rest. So I had to pick up my game. Well, I chose the fitness course, you know, to begin with, because I, obviously I thought it'd be an easier transition than anything else. Fortunate enough to be an athlete most of my most of my life now, so heavily I've been heavily involved in fitness and training uh, my whole whole career. Uh, you know, things around nutrition, you know, training programs. I feel completely comfortable with with that sort of thing because of my life experience and because of my uh, experience as an athlete. So uh, when I picked out a course to choose, I thought this would be the the easiest for me to start with, and then yeah, we can go from there. I suppose for me, I found the course great. The experience that I had gained from training for so many years definitely helped in a lot of areas of the course. The, ch- the most challenging thing for me was my time management. It's taken me quite a while to get uh, through the course, but you know we we have got there in the end, and you know obviously with the help from from you guys at uh, One Wellbeing. It's really got me got me to the end point now, which I'm pretty stoked with. But the course was good. Uh, me and my missus have had a lot of fun. I've actually been doing all my practice on her, so it's been quite handy to get her down here. And um, I, I'm super pumped that I've got it finished now. And, well, working with Leon has, has been great. Sort it's, it's of at the start, I got a heap of work done at the very start, and then we had a bit of a hiatus. So you know, my my roster and scheduling got pretty hectic. So I had to skip out on a lot of lessons. You know, but. Obviously, with the great flexibility that Leon showed, and you know, his his effort to keep me motivated, to keep you know, make sure I was on track, just ticking little bits over by little bits over by little bits over, just to make sure I was you know still progressing. And then, to finally, over the last probably three or four months now that I've had a bit more time open up with my ACL injury, i have really been able to knuckle down and finish it all. Um, you know, now that I've got time, and it's been wonderful. The flexibility. It's, that's probably the hardest thing. The time management with. With the athletes, with your training, um, you know, with your family life, with your club commitments, there's there's a lot to juggle. But the flexibility has been great. Uh, you know, Leon keeping me motivated, making sure I'm getting it done. And you know, I sit here today fully finished and you know fully qualified. So I'm stoked. The biggest challenge that I had throughout the course was you know time management. I remember at the start, like I said, I got a, I got a lot done at the very beginning, but then. Started playing, I was played State of Origin, a full series for the first time. At the end of that year, I played for Australia. My commitments in the media went up, uh, and it was just a lot to manage. But you know, I was thankful that I had Leon and uh, and the team. You know, helped me just to keep progressing, even if it was a little bit. Uh, we just you know kept knocking over a little thing here and there. One day, you know, one day here. Two weeks later, three weeks later. One day there, and just kept fitting it in. When i could and because you know we kept that slowly progressing once i had an opportunity you know at the moment unfortunately i'm out with an acl injury so i do have a fair bit of time on my hands once you know that once that time came up because we kept you know progressing and, and kept knocking over a little bits day by day um it really it really made this last bit pretty seamless um we got stuck into it stuck into the last bit of work stuck into the pracs yeah, now, now, now I'm finished. Advice for the course is even if you feel like you're struggling with time, just keep persisting with it, keep persisting with it, because in the long run, uh, you're going to get it done. The team is, is flexible, they work with you, and you know, they'll stick with you as long as you stick with them. So just be persistent with it, you know, and, and you'll, get, you'll get it finished. Yeah, I'd recommend the course to other athletes for sure. One, it's, you know it's a natural you know, area that you deal with your day-to-day life, so you, you already have so much experience in it, and you're doing it yourself. You know anyway so it's great to increase your education and knowledge around you know your area of expertise and secondly the flexibility of the course allows you know the team and Leon really you know can tailor the course to your needs when uh, the time you set aside to get it done um, you know the availability of them the the communication to just get it all sorted um, I would highly recommend it I don't think other courses would, would offer that flexibility and, you know, the ability to complete a course in your own time. So, yeah, I would 100% recommend it. Uh, looking back now, there's probably I would have probably made a few changes, especially, you know, working towards life after footy. I feel like I wasted a bit of time there in my... You know, in my early early twenties, late teens, early twenties, uh, it took me a while to realise I had to focus in this area. Uh, a lot of that can be attributed because you know, you just when you play sport, you just have that tunnel vision, and you're just focusing on improving, you, improving your game, improving your skill set. You know, being a better player for the team. But um, you know, now I've got to this side of the fence. I sort of look back and go, you know, I might have wasted a bit of time there, just sort of hanging around. and and doing nothing, so if I could have started earlier, I would have, and I wouldn't feel so much pressure now in the back end of my career to try and make sure I have that all tidied up so when I do leave the game, Um, I'm in good shape. I suppose the biggest thing for me is, you know, what I've done is I've tried to surround myself, you know, with, with some good people who really know what they're doing. I have my, you know, obviously my finance guy who helps me with all my budgeting. Um, you know where I invest my money, how I invest my money. The budget for me is the biggest thing, making sure I'm not spending too much. You know, I've got it all sorted, so I'm not chasing my tail. You know, at the end of each month or at the end of each year. You know, working closely with the accountant, I've really taken an interest now in not just sending him stuff you know, come tax time and asking for my tax back, I actually really want to learn a bit more. Not that it interests me, but it just furs my education and I'm one of the type of person who really likes to know what's going on so I've taken a big interest in um, my conversations with him. And So that's been the biggest thing and my biggest probably growth in the last 18 months is finding finding these professionals in these areas that I can surround myself with to really you know, put myself in the best position you know, off the footy, so when I walk away from the game, you know, I've made the most of it. So I think that's been the biggest growth for myself in the last 18 months. My biggest advice would probably be, you know, don't get scared of challenges that are outside of your comfort zone. I probably was a bit when I was younger, but now that I've gotten a bit older, I've been for a lot more, you know, off the field, I'll certainly give anything a crack once. Like I sit here now, you know, a kid from Blacktown learning French with a property in Canada. You know, if you'd have told me that, you know, growing up that would be my story. I probably would have laughed and said you were crazy, but you never know what's gonna happen. So don't be afraid of getting out of your comfort zone and, and when I say that I don't mean physically, I mean, you know, with, with your head as well. So yeah, embrace those challenges and really, you know, at least be open to give something, you know, a try once. Maybe maybe a try you don't like it, well that's fine, at least you know. So uh, that yeah, that'd be my advice.